Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. But do not concern... Don't, don't concern. Don't be concerned. Whatever. We'll be back on Monday is what I'm trying to say. Now, in case you're just now joining us, we're having a spicy little historical discussion about the Japanese internment camps America started after World War II. Some guys asking, were they actually justified? And I was kind of covering a little bit of the history of it and the sucker punch aspect of the Pearl Harbor attack created a real, a real bit of angst 
anger, white-hot rage might be a better way to put it. Now, let's, let's go back to what we were talking about. When you have nations, we're not the first nation like this, but when you have nations that have different groups of people that make up the nation, a bunch of people from this area, a bunch of people from this country, this kind of culture, this kind of culture, this kind of culture, it, it makes warfare a complicated affair. Uh, spe look, speaking of world wars, in World War I, one of the main concerns of America's government was, hey, if we get in this war and fight against the Germans in World War I, what about all the Germans who are now Americans? Where are they going to fall in all this? Back then, in those days, Germany was one of the main countries where people were immigrating to. To this day, if you come down to Texas, Texas was German country. They have, uh, every Texan listening will laugh when I say this, but a lot of people in the country don't even know what they are. Kolaches are a big thing in Texas. C-O-L-A-C-H-E. What is a kolache? Well, it's a piece of doughy, just a piece of dough, like fried dough. They stuff various things in them. You can have a sausage in there, sausage and cheese. You, I mean, they do, they do sweet ones, stuff them full of cherry jelly, whatever. But kolaches are a big thing. Kolaches are German. There are German restaurants all over. We had German people everywhere, and they were worried about World War I. What would happen? We declare war on Germany. Where are these people going to be at with all this? They're going to be mad. Are they going to join it? You see what I mean? That's a long way to say what we did to the Japanese in World War II was awful. I'm probably biased in that. I need to be honest about my biases. I do not love all cultures. I do not love all people. I'm not inclusive. I have no desire to be inclusive, but I love Japanese people. I love their culture. I love the people. I uh, greatly enjoyed my time over there. Just a very fascinating, wonderful people, in my opinion. I, I, I like Japanese people. And it was understandable, but wrong. I'll put it to you that way. It's easy in hindsight now to look back and say how awful it, it was and that it shouldn't have happened. And let me be clear, I do think it was awful and that it should not have happened. But it's also understandable when a nation goes to war and you're worried about the loyalty of people within. And this gets, uh, look, this can get spicy and will get spicy in the future. Uh, what's a good example of this? Israel, actually, Israel is a great example of this. You know now that Democrats hate Israel. They do. They're, they're communist space. They despise it. This is all out in the open now. It's laid bare. The, 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 these, these Jews, these American Jews who vote Democrat are voting against their own wishes now. It's really obvious. Okay, so let's, let's say, and I'm not wanting this, but just stay with me in this hypothetical here. Let's say... Going forward as a country, Democrats retain power in the government. They, main, they keep the presidency and the House and the Senate. And as their real and Jew hatred base rises up through the ranks, the AOCs and whatnot, they get more and more openly hostile towards Israel to the point where America is no longer an ally of Israel. And in fact, 
ends up in conflicts with Israel, a regional conflict here, a regional conflict there. You've got a, a Israeli troops attacking American troops, American troops attacking Israeli troops. Well, let me ask you something. Are you a Jewish person listening to my show? We have many Jews who listen to the show. Most of them are on the right. Don't worry. There's many Jews who listen to the show. I, I'm not questioning anyone's loyalty, but what do you do then? What happens if the homeland created for the protection of the Jewish people ends up in open conflict with the country you now reside in? And are you a devout Jewish person? You know, the, the, the holy area and all those things? Where does that go, right? And, and, and now you see this is what nations have to deal with. And it's not unique here. I do not like that we ever had internment camps ever for anybody, but I understand the confusion, the fear, the things that happen in war. That's kind of the way it goes. Hey, Dr. Jesse, have you ever noticed the ingredients, the ingredient list on our store-bought bread in America? It reads like a chemistry experiment with all the chemical dough conditioners, artificial colors, so on and so forth. A lot of these chemical additives are allowed by the U.S. government, are banned by European government authorities for the protection of the health of European, European citizens. His question is, are we being poisoned by our own government? Okay, listen. There is, you know, I have people in my life, and you get them going on this, and they will riff on this in ways that are terrifying. I'm not as passionate about this issue, and I'm not as knowledgeable about this issue as you probably are if you're passionate about it. I have things I'm passionate about, you have things you are passionate about. I know enough to know this. We do absolutely have awful things in the food we consume in this country. There's a whole history behind this, a very fascinating history behind this, and awful history behind it. If you want to if you want to dig into this, if this is something that piques your interest, the history of this, do a little homework this weekend. Write this down. Look up the history behind Montesanto. Montesanto. Just write that down. Do some digging into it. There's a ton there. As I said, I'm not the expert and this is not something I'm passionate about. But yes, there are a bunch of things that are allowed in our food that are not allowed in other countries. There's a lot of reasons for that. Some good, some bad, but that's the way it goes. Also, also, let's, let's pause for a moment before we move on. We're not just going to do a whole dump on America thing when it comes to that. There are bad reasons, but also legitimate reasons there. If I'm... Uh, Belgium. If I'm Belgium, it's quite easy to go farm to table in a country that's the size of my thumbnail. It's a lot easier in a tiny European nation to ensure food goes fresh from the fields onto your plate. In a vast spread out nation like America, that does get more difficult. And look, when you're trying to preserve food for longer, like you want to do, so food doesn't get more expensive, right? Look, you can say, well, I wish they wouldn't put any of these things in food. Okay, well, then it's all got to be fresh if they don't do that because the food won't keep and your food costs are going to double. Do you want to pay double for your food? Right, everything's a give and a take. So if you want that, 
life gets more expensive. You want all fresh? It's a lot more expensive. I'll tell you, when we went to uh, uh, Paris, <laughs> when we went to Paris for our European travels, I was, I know you think I'm cheap anyway, which is not fair. Okay, it's not fair. Look, I didn't grow up with any money. All right, whatever. I was shocked at the prices. Shocked at the prices. Uh, Luke and me, my youngest son, Luke, we were going through Paris's Christmas market. I told you this. And we hadn't really had pizza. I think we'd had pizza once. We were kind of craving some good old-fashioned American pizza. And we saw someplace they were selling these big pizza slices. Ended up being very good pizza. But, but for a big slice, you know, a big slice, it was 11 euros. That's something like 12 or 13 dollars. This is not some fancy highfalutin Italian restaurant. This is a street vendor, essentially a, their version of a food truck. 12 or 13 dollars for one slice of pizza look you're gonna pay you're gonna pay for that but are there poisonous horrible things in our food there most definitely are there's no question about it like i said if that's if that's a subject that interests you go look up montesanto there are fascinating books and other things like that on there hey jesse Joe Biden could single-handedly win the 2024 election if he pledged to go after the pedos on Epstein Island. Why doesn't he? Because every single person on the list endorsed Joe Biden for president, so on and so forth. Okay, so let's talk about this Epstein Island thing. Why the silence? That would be an easy electoral win, right? Why not come out and just say something? Yeah, anything. Let's talk about that next. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Before we get back to Joe Biden and the campaign wind and the Epstein Island stuff, I, I, I want to, uh, Michael, producer Michael, dug up some sound kind of echoing what we were just talking about, putting a little bow on our conversation about potential foreign allegiance to people you bring into your country. Here's some dude in the UK. Michael, go. So are you Muslim? Yeah. So what do you think about the UK? Do you think it's a good country? About what? Do you speak English or what? Yeah, I mean like about, you, good for what? You mean you like, the, you like the country? Are you uh, proud, uh, do you, do you uh, respect the country? Yeah, yeah. no gonna lie. So what if, what if, uh, where are you from? Are you like Lebanese or something? Yeah, no, Kurdish. Kurdish. What if Kurdistan, what if Kurdistan went to war with, with England? Who would you fight for? I'm not going to fight for, the only thing I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight for my, my religion. I'm going to fight for Islam. I'm not going to fight for my country. So you're going to fight for Kurdistan then? No, I'm not going to fight for Kurdistan, bro. You're going to fight for Islam? I'm going to fight for Islam. This is... Part of the problem with filling up your country with illegals, with filling up your country who have no loyalty to it. And probably a good time to bring up that as we speak, the useless piece of trash senator from the state of Oklahoma, James Lankford, Republican, yet another Republican from a red state, another red state loser Republican, is working with Democrats to accomplish nothing at the border and hand out more citizenship to people who have no loyalty to your nation at all. All right, back to what we were talking about. Joe Biden, if he pledged to go after the pedos from Epstein Island, why doesn't he, so on and so forth. Listen, mutually assured destruction is a real thing. 
and it is most definitely a real thing in Washington, D.C., and it's really a real thing in criminal circles. You are hesitant to dime out the people in your life because they can in turn dime you out for things they know about you. The list, the Epstein Island list, Epstein Associates list is a who's who of politicians and celebrities and others who were really having the time of their lives out there. And Jeffrey Epstein was apparently, from what we understand, recording virtually all of it for what? For black male purposes. They all know all the dirt on each other, and that's why these people never bust them. Plus, what, Joe Biden's going to go after this issue? Why would Joe Biden go after this issue? Remember the uh, <coughs> Ashley Biden diary? Dear European Shogun, next time the suits invite you to an Italian restaurant, be safe and order chicken parmigiano. It's huge breaded fried chicken breasts covered in cheese. I know what chicken parmesan is. He said, what kind of midlife crisis car do you have as I recently lost 120 pounds and half a house? <laughs> oh, no. His name's Mike. That means he got divorced. Mike, I'm sorry, brother. Don't buy my car. Get a good woman. There's women, tons of wonderful women out there. Le Doctor, how would you handle a family with poorly behaved kids? We have a close family with young kids who throw temper tantrums, hit, and talk back to their parents. And not only that, the parents cave to these antics. It's tough to be around. It's completely opposite of how our kids have been raised. My kids are appalled at it all. How would you handle this? I don't hang around them. Uh, I actually, my wife and I had uh, this exact same experience with people we really, really loved and, and love. We're, we're friends with these people. But if it's a kid's thing, hey, they're bringing their kids, we're bringing our kids, we will bow out. We will bow out. I, I, I will not go. I cannot be around that. I, it, it's not that I get angry with the kids. I get so angry with my friends, with the parents, because they're setting these kids up to be snotty, selfish, entitled little brats because they never correct them at all. And I, I'm, I, don't have the, I don't have the temperament for that. I don't have the temperament for that. I remember like it was yesterday, we were at a Mexican restaurant with them and the kid, he's 11 at the time. He's 11 years old. He looks over and I'm having, a, they, this restaurant had these, this shrimp appetizer. It was like a breaded shrimp and jalapeno thing, whatever. I'm just going to call it shrimp for the purposes of the story. He looks over at my shrimp and he says to me, give me one of those. And I said, uh, excuse me? You must have forgot who you're talking to, son. Why don't you try that again? Give me one of those, please. I said, no, that's, that's not good enough either. Why don't you rewind that back and give that another run? And you could see the dumbfounded look on his face. That's, that's basic fatherhood. And he'd never been taught that. He, did, he didn't even know how to, 11 years old. He's, what is he, 16 now. He's 16 now, but it, it, he's not doing well. Of course he's not doing well. It's a parent's fault. Not his fault, it's a parent's fault. It drives me freaking crazy. I can't be around it. You do what you do, right? What are you going to do when it's family and things like that? Sometimes you're bound by it. I cannot be around it. It takes my blood pressure through the roof. I feel so bad for the kids. I feel mad at the parents and bad for the kids. And my kids now, they can't be around it either. It drives them, drives them crazy. Look, you know what people don't do anymore? This is a very normal thing now. 
people don't say thank you. Someone opens a door for you. Someone buys you lunch. Someone does something for you, large or small. You say thank you. You thank people for doing things for you. That's a normal thing. At least it used to be. I don't know. I need to thank you. You have any idea how many lives you saved at preborn in 2023? Thousands. Thousands of babies now walk the planet because of you, because of the listeners at the, uh, to the Jesse Kelly show. You did that. You and preborn. Preborn sets up these pro life clinics in the highest abortion areas of the country. They give free ultrasounds out to these young women who are about to have an abortion. And when a young woman hears that heartbeat, she chooses life because once you hear the heartbeat, it can't be a clump of cells anymore. You know it's a baby and you're a mom. And you're the one providing that truth. That's what you did. 28 bucks is what buys that ultrasound. It's all tax deductible. You give as much as you want, but it's all tax deductible. Help preborn do what they do. Preborn.com slash Jesse is how and where you give. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Jesse, sponsored by Preborn. Keep saving lives in 2024, all right? All right. Now, the NRA, red state Republicans, why are they so weak? Let's talk about that next. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. 
Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pro They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, reminding you, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I'm going to get through as many of these as possible. Jesse, first, I'd like to thank you on behalf of your adoring fans for putting in the overtime this week with five whole days (laughs) after your long vacation. That's not very nice. For some time, I've been skeptical of the NRA. I'm a member But I just saw they endorsed Democrat drunk Dade. Uh, That's Dade Phelan is his name. He's some loser Republican in the uh, Texas state legislature, for those of you who don't know. He said, I'm done with them now, but what are some other alternatives I can support? Listen, the NRA, did you read the Anti-Communist Manifesto? The NRA has been controlled opposition for a very long time. A very long time. The NRA is far to the left of me and my position on weapons, far to the left of me. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe you love it. That's fine. I know they've done a lot of good things out there with the instruction and whatnot, but this is why I don't join big groups because the big group doesn't, it doesn't always push what I want. That's the NRA. Are there other groups? Probably. They're all filled with feds now. They're all filled with feds who are going to try to entrap you so they can throw you in prison now. I'm not saying don't join, just saying watch out for them. Now, as far as Republicans in the House, Republicans in the Senate, remember, I'm talking about state houses and state Senate. In these red states, we have to learn to embrace the primary process in not just sexy primaries, Boring primaries. It's easy to get up to go vote for your United States senator or congressman. 
Very few people care enough to dig into primary battles in their state house or state senate. But the state house and state senate, that is the battle we can win. That is a battle that is critical for us to win in red state after red state after red state, from Wyoming to Texas to South Carolina to Oklahoma to South Dakota to red state after red state has Democrats acting like Republicans packing these legislatures. They know exactly how to campaign. They try to dress up and talk as Mr. Freedom and I love America and I'm a Republican. My name's Dade and I, and I really love America, baby. The Alamo, woohoo! But then he gets there and governs like a Democrat because he's controlled opposition. He is a Democrat. We have to care enough to run these people out of office. Otherwise, we're never going to stop the commies. Jesse, Jesse, it's been argued that women get it all on the back end, meaning that because they average uh, to live 10 or so years longer than men, they accumulate 10 extra years of Social Security payments and Medicare, so on and so forth. In the interest of fairness, uh, the Democrats would want women's FICA rate to be higher than the men's rate to make up for this equality. I've had discussions with Democrats about this. Well, I understand what you're saying, pointing out the naked hypocrisy of the communist. I get what you're saying. I'm not insulting you. Just understand that that does not work on the communist. It does not work. Pointing out his hypocrisy doesn't work. Hypocrisy is built into his religion. You don't want to be a hypocrite. So you think because that's a bad thing, and it is a bad thing, right? You don't want to be a hypocrite. So because you think it's a bad thing, you would never want to be that. And you assume that he also must think that that's a bad thing to be a hypocrite. He does not think in those terms at all. He is a religious zealot. He, uh, hypocrisy is only something he can use against you. It does not work to use it back against them. It is not effective to a revolutionary. Remember, the average Democrat, your liberal Aunt Peggy, sees herself, sees himself as a revolutionary that they need to fight a revolution and burn the country down. And when you talk to revolution, you study revolutions at all? You ever read any revolutions? Anything about revolutions? Generally, terrible things are done by the revolutionaries during the course of the revolution because when you're taking down the man, taking down what they view as an evil empire, anything and everything is justified in pursuance of that. That's how these people think. It's why they opened up your border on purpose and invited the whole world here. And now, this is Hakeem Jeffries. This is the most powerful Democrat in the House of Representatives. Michael, cut 13. Go. And any agreement related to the border should be reflective of two principles. One, that America is a nation of immigrants and that will continue to give us our economic competitive advantage so that our country can continue to win the future. And any agreement, of course, should also uplift the principle that America is a nation anchored in the rule of law. They opened up the border on purpose and filled up the country with illegal immigrants. How could they do something like that? Jesse, they have to, they have to live here too. Why would they try to collapse it? They view themselves as revolutionaries. So any evil, any hypocrisy is justified when you're taking down the big evil America. Dear Dr. Foodie, what do you think of pomegranates? 
Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever eaten a physical pomegranate. I've had a couple juices. You know, you grab a juice at the gas station or something like that to eat with your breakfast taco. I've had juices that have pomegranates in it. Uh, they sound fine. They were fine. I thought they were fine. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know that I know what one tastes like. Jesse, you asked what can stop the flow of illegals without something in place. Well, there is this. Two things, actually, the border itself and immigration laws. The problem is that the laws are being ignored and the border is kept open. The proper question then is, what's to stop that? Well, I don't want to do this again because it's dark, but it's something. It's a conversation you and I have had before, so let's have it again real quick. I asked it, I think it was earlier this week, if not, it was last week, but it's a question I can't get off my mind. All right, we have a border. We have laws in place. We have all these things in place. Joe Biden, the Democrats got elected and they just ignored the laws and opened up the border. And now millions and millions and millions of illegals are pouring into this nation, breaking the back of this nation. Now, what does that mean for a country if there is no way to stop that? And so this, and this is where people don't, they don't understand what I'm saying. They'll respond, no, Jesse, we'll, uh, we'll elect Trump in 2024 and he'll deport them all. No, no, you don't understand. Even if that was something that happened. Okay, Trump got elected and deported them all. Even if that was something that happened. You're not understanding the question. If it's humanly possible for one political party to take power and open up the border to flood the country with illegals, if that's a thing that can happen, and clearly it can because it's what's happened here, then can we save this place? Can it be saved? Yeah, okay, well, elect the next guy, but you don't understand. What that means is we no longer have systems in place that will prevent them from just doing it again the next time and doing it again the next time and do it again the next time. So again, I asked the question and we're going to move on because it's, it's too ugly of a question and I don't think I like the answer. If it's humanly possible to get elected, if it's possible to get elected in this country and then open up the border on purpose to illegally flood your country with illegals, can the country be saved? Or are our systems so broken now, so corrupted and broken, that there are no longer checks in place to stop them? I'm not going to answer it because I don't think I like the answer. I don't even like asking the question. But it's something I think about a lot. Every time I see a report about the illegals, it's what I think to myself. Man, we are in serious trouble. All right, one more segment. Emails I didn't get to. Hang on. <laughs> Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. And then we're checking out of here. Going to do a little weekend action. I mean, you're probably going to do weekend action. See, me, I'm a parent. And weekends... Didn't they used to be so fun? Don't you remember having fun on the weekend? Michael, what are you going to do this weekend? You're going to do something fun, aren't you? Are you doing like a concert or something fun? What are you doing? 
Oh, okay. Well, that actually ended up being really lame, Michael. The dog park, surely you can do better than that. Anyway, I'll be driving children around here and there. Dad, I've got track practice here. Dad, I've got a swim meet. Dad, I've got to go do this. Dad, I've got to do that. And so I won't even see my wife. We'll just be driving separately all over town, back and forth, back and forth, because that's all you are. It's a taxi service as a parent. <laughs> all right, quit. Jesse. I'm a big World War II history buff, and nearly every World War II movie I've ever watched shows the British as buffoons, showing no common sense and going strictly by the book to the peril and detriment of theirs as well as allied troops. A Band of Brothers episode, a perfect example, when a British tank commander refused to fire on a German tank concealed behind a farmhouse, so on and so forth. Were they actually that incompetent and stupid during conflicts of war? You may use my name. His name is Albert. No, I don't know why that's a thing. I've noticed that as well in, in movies and TV and things like that. When they're talking about the British in WW2, they make them out to be complete and utter morons. Uh, the British... Now, no, 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 let, me, let me clarify. Every armed service in every conflict, including World War II, has plenty of morons in there. They, they, they do. But overall, all you can really talk about is overall. Overall, the British have an incredible military history and had incredible service in World War II. And I don't just say that as a European. Quit. Anyway, I don't just say that. They really, really do. Now, look, there are some things that didn't go well for them. The whole Dunkirk mess. Britain went down there and stepped into a hornet's nest they did not fully understand. And they got run out of the country and lucky they didn't get their entire expeditionary force wiped out at Dunkirk. Dunkirk is looked at as some huge success. Dunkirk is a retreat. They were fleeing an enemy that absolutely wiped the floor with them. They were not ready to take on Nazi Germany at the time. So yeah, there were plenty of hiccups, but no, British, I'm all down to make fun of foreigners. You know that the British are awesome. They're awesome. It actually really saddens me watching what has happened to England. And British troops are awesome. We, uh, we were in the Marines. We had various, at various times, training, actual combat and whatnot. We would, we would work with other troops from other nations. And I'll tell you right now, we did not have a ton of respect for a bunch of them. Like the Spaniards, useless. Totally useless. Uh, who, was, who else was useless? The Thai Marines. We did a bunch of jungle warfare training in Thailand, and they tried to talk these guys up the whole time. Oh, about these Thai Marines, these jungle fighters, these guys are tough. Yeah, you end up humping all their gear a half a mile into it. They're lagging behind, laughing, smoking cigarettes. Catch up. They were useless. Guatemalans, hard as nails. We, we, got, to, we got to serve with some Guatemalans. They're all tiny. They're all five foot tall, just minuscule little guys. Hard as nails. They, we loved them. Loved them. Uh, and the Brits were some of the toughest dudes I worked with, man. They were really, really awesome. So no, it, they weren't a bunch of buffoons. But look, when it comes to that, that war, remember that they were all... They were all mindful of the people and the history and... And when we started bombing Europe, when we started dropping bombs and the Brits started dropping bombs on European cities, dropping bombs on civilians, civilian installations, things like that, trying to cripple the economic engine that was powering Nazi Germany. 
that was very controversial at the time. It's not as if everybody was cheering it on and we look back on it now and you can look, you can make those decisions for yourself. That's a very complicated time, but they were mindful of civilians, mindful of the history of it. It's, it's not easy to fight a war in, amongst the civilian population. It's a very, very, very difficult thing to do. If you're going to have the guts for that, you're going to need your chalk. That's what, you, that's what they really needed. That's what they needed back then. They needed to get on a male vitality stack from chalk. That way, they'd be so full of testosterone. And testosterone, remember, you need testosterone for logical thinking. If your brain's getting a little foggy as you get older, fellas, and your energy level's going down, maybe your emotions are getting down. Are you down a lot now? Your T levels are low. You want to change your entire mindset? Start a male vitality stack from chalk. Natural herbal supplements, 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. It's not like I'm asking you to trust me on this here. Hey, just take it for 20 years and eventually it'll work. 90 days? Give me 90 days and tell me how you feel. Chuck.com. Don't forget to check out their new Chad mode, all natural pre-workout, all natural caffeines and whatnot in it. Man, you want to take off like a freaking rocket ship. C-H-O. Q.com, promo code Jesse, all right? Chuck.com, promo code Jesse. Michael, emails I didn't get to, please. And now... Here's a headline. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails we didn't get to. Jesse, since you have an excellent way with words, I wanted to thank you for expressing what many of us are feeling when you describe how many fighting age men and women are opting out of military service. Additionally, the outrage that I feel after the decline of our nation, after putting two buddies in body bags in combat is heart-wrenching. It tears at my soul knowing this isn't what they fought and died for. It's a punch in the gut. I belong to a few veterans organizations. What words can I use to encourage and try to inspire fellow vets to not surrender and give up hope that this nation can be saved? Thanks for keeping it real and honest, no matter how painful it is to hear sometimes. Airborne. He didn't say I can say his name, but uh, so I won't. But listen, just make sure you remind your veteran buddies when they get down, because veterans are extra down now as they watch what is happening, what these communists are doing to the country. Make sure you remind them that just because military leadership is disgusting, just because our politicians are disgusting, just because a war itself may be unjustified or, or stupid or wrong, that, that, all those things may be true. That doesn't in any way diminish the fact they served bravely and honorably, and they themselves are good, and we need those guys to rebuild a country. They are an essential element. We can't rebuild a country without our best people. So if you're a vet listening right now, I have to have you sticking around. Otherwise, we're going to lose. I need you. So stay. You're not done yet. All right? Now, take your phone. Throw it in the trash. I'm kidding. Don't throw it in the trash. Just put it in the drawer or something. It's the weekend. Enjoy being away from all this. Enjoy family, friends, and we will do it again on Monday, all right? That's all.
Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 